Hello everyone, Kim Langling. Welcome back once again to Let Fear Bounce and this special week where I am highlighting the co-authors of the When Grace Found Me three book series. And today I have with me the lovely Rita Preston coming to us from Northwest Pennsylvania. She is a co-author in all three volumes. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back folks, and let's get on with the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome. This is Kim Langling, and I am joined by Rita Preston. She resides in Northwest Pennsylvania, and she is a co-author in the When Grace Found Me series, volume one, two, and three. So, Rita, welcome, welcome, and thank you so much for, for spending a small part of your day with me. Thank you so much, Kim pleasure to be here. Now, Rita and I have known each other for years. We we have known each other for years, and we were chatting quite a bit off mic here before we popped on about all kinds of different things, and so <laughs> I had to get my brain back into the mode of when Grace found me. <laughs> so, but here we are. Here we are, folks. So, Rita, I wanted to ask you, as I've asked other co-authors, when this opportunity came about, what was it that made you want to participate as a co-author and to share your story? Um, there were several things that nudged me. And, and I've heard you use that word nudge. You were nudged. Yeah. The pandemic hit, which as we know, affected everyone around the globe. But I felt nudged since I was off work for a couple months due to the pandemic to write. Now I started a blog in 2012. That's a different set of writing. I espouse all sorts of opinions and I'm very opinionated. However, in one of my social media feeds, there was an advertisement for a writing course. And I thought, oh, how fun. I've loved to write since elementary school. Wanted to be a writer in high school. And my very wise English teacher said, do something you can make a living at. <laughs> Writers traditionally starve. And he was very, 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 very accurate. Um, so I, I studied foreign language international studies and then ended up in accounting makes no sense whatsoever <laughs> writing was on the back burner and then here we are pandemic i'm off work and there's a writing course so i signed up started writing really enjoying myself and next thing i know my friend kim announces i'm going to do a collaborative book series well, you didn't say series at the time. No, it just planned to be one book at the time, at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, hmm, I have a few stories there that fit with when Grace found me. I've been very blessed in my life, even in the midst of tragedy. So it just kind of seemed like the natural flow of things. Wonderful. So my next question then. Yes. Is while you were writing your story, well, stories, because you're, you're co-author in all three volumes of the series, but when you first began, I guess, so let's just, let's just go with volume one. While you were writing that story, what was going on with you personally? Because a lot of times, and most of the co-authors I've talked to, they've had to really dig deep at times to share and to be vulnerable when they realize, oh, this is going out into the world. So what were your thoughts on your write, the actual writing part of your journey? That's a very good question, Kim. <laughs> um, I, I had different thoughts. As I mentioned, there were stories within me. Um, we've been through a couple of family tragedies 
in our lifetimes, as most families have. The one, the story I shared in volume one is one I didn't cry about much when it happened. I, I cried from the initial shock and then the tears went away. And I, I said the stages of grief, I went through numbness. Other people were able to go through anger and, and the other steps and I remained numb. And with writing that story, tears started to flow and flow. And now if the subject comes up in conversation, my eyes get wet, whereas before they did not. I would just rattle off the details and somebody would say, I don't know how you tell that without crying. And I'd say, because I guess I'm still numb. But now I feel it much more than I did before. Part of my writing was occurring while we were dealing with my late brother-in-law's estate out of state. And so that emotion was there as well on trying to support my husband and move forward with everything we had to do there. And usually I'm one right up to the wire. I run on adrenaline. I, I do some of my best work at the last minute. Um, I almost wore the t-shirt today. In fact, that says, don't rush me. I'm waiting for the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the first project I've really felt. I want everything done ahead of time. I don't want to wait till the day it's due. And that's very out of character for me. So there had to be a divine hand shoving me from the back saying, go on with this. Mm -hmm. For all three volumes, you've had your stories in well before deadline date. So I think that you, I think that nudge was nudging you that way. But I also know that your stories in each volume and I've said this to everyone who's participated, that they're going to land right in the hands of who they're supposed to land in. God's going to see to that. And I know that as I wrote my own stories for these books, there were times I had to just step back and let something simmer for a little bit. You know, a 1500 word story to me is easy to get out. Mm -hmm. It's not easy for everybody. Right. Yeah. Right. And especially for those who may have never, they've never written before. And we yeah. have a lot of co-authors that have never written before, let alone shared their personal story. So it's been such a journey for so many people and everybody has a different journey. Like you had said, I mean, maybe God was waiting for just such a time to let your heart open and let those emotions come out, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And I've had a couple of people ask me, well, why would you share something so personal or so intimate? There's somebody out there who's gone through something similar, obviously not an identical situation, but maybe they need to know they're not alone. Right. Walking that walk um, and that you can get through it. And if you have to shut down and be numb for a while, then shut down and be numb. But life will continue. And God's got you. Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. God's got you. He knows what you're going through. Oh, unbelievably so. Right. He knows what you're going through and he also knows what's coming. Yes. And my mother always said, thank goodness we don't know what's coming. Oh, we, yeah, I agree with that. Coming. I agree with your mama on that one. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, the older I get, uh, the more wisdom I see that she did impart. You know, I went through the typical teenage, I, I know more than my parents. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's been gone almost 11 years now. And uh, as I look back, I think, my, she was wise. Yeah, I know. 
often find myself saying, oh, I sound just like my grandma or wow, I sound just like my mother. Yeah. And like you were saying earlier in your earlier years, you're like, you know, you think you're the smartest thing and you're mm -hmm. all with it and on top of things. And yeah, give it 20 years and you're going to be like, wow, they weren't so stupid after all. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and God has, a, God, God has his perfect timing in giving us those little reminders. Oh, doesn't he though? <laughs> yes, he does. So yeah. what do you see? I'm going to throw out a third question to you. What oh do you see in the future for, and, and I know you enjoy writing and mm -hmm. I'm assuming you want to continue writing and doing more. Uh, what do you see in the future for you? What type of writing do you, did you enjoy sharing personal testimonies? Mm, yes. Yes, I did. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to continue with you on your next project, hopefully. Um, because there's some stories that I think will be more appropriate for that sharing on down the road that yeah. might not quite have fit with when Grace found me um, from my perspective. Mm -hmm. I also, I think I get a kick out of writing fiction. Never, never really thought I would. I've always been more into history and biographies and things like that when I read, but I really am kind of enjoying typing out I really want to get out my old typewriter <laughs> to hear the yeah, whole so you can get the real feel of it yes yes and it's, the college age typewriter is still hidden in a closet upstairs I never could part with it on the other hand to have to ship that off to somebody no thank you um, the digital world is much much nicer so maybe some fiction writing on down the road cool we'll yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I'm looking forward to seeing how that unfolds because now you've piqued my interest. <laughs> yeah, I want to see how that unfolds. Thank you so much for being with me and spending a little part of your day with me and sharing with the listeners about your journey in being a co-author in the When Grace Found Me three book series. And I look forward to reading more of your stories as we continue this journey. Thank you, Cam. It's been a pleasure to be here. Have a great day. You do the same. Take care, dear heart. Thanks for joining us this week, folks, and listening into our amazing co-authors of the When Grace Found Me series. If you want to get your copies, hop on to Amazon.com, search for When Grace Found Me, and Volumes 1 and 2 will pop up for you. So hop on on there, folks, Amazon.com. Get your copies today. <laughs> <laughs>